the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, sitting on the porch here at Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road. And, uh, it's a beautiful day. It is a pretty day. It's bright and sunny. No cloud in the sky. No, I don't see one. <laughs> no, honestly, there is no cloud in the sky. Uh, absolutely. I was looking looking to coming over uh, for a cloud. <laughs> And it's chilly. It's 61, but yeah. in the sun, it's very nice. There's good sweater no, weather. There's no breeze. Yeah, sweater would have been a good choice. It's winter uh, garden and uh, yeah. cool weather, annual weather. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, Calvin's so, already loaded up on his uh, cold weather annual. Yeah, that's what I heard. Well, I'm hoping this is my last major purchase. But <laughs> you never know. Calvin, you say that every year, I, all year. Mm-hmm. Oh, what they're talking about is the stocks. There's some uh, stock transplants here. Yeah. Harmony mix that are looking really good, and they're just just about to uh, put some color on there. Right. And I was debating on pulling or pulling my zinnias. I got one <laughs> one last nice patch, eight by eight of uh, zinnias, and I hate to uh, deny them any blooming weather, and if it kept like this for oh, yeah. two months they do fine but <laughs> i just couldn't resist i got the stock so yeah i'll have to have a a, a pulling festival with the zinnias and <laughs> tell them how much they did for the butterflies and calvin got a great article in today's paper so if you oh, got good. today's paper he, that, he about knocked me out of the chair with that that <laughs> picture yeah that's pretty cool <laughs> Ice, ice, uh, baby, icicles on the uh, citrus. That looks like a uh, April or a March paper. Yeah, <laughs> early pieces. So we got a lot of good stuff going on. Yeah. So uh, let's see. And I got on plantanswers dot com. Okay. Will you talk a second? I'm gonna check. We we'll check on something real quick. Okay. okay. I'll be right back. Uh, on plantanswers dot com, we've got. Uh, uh, we put it on last week. We've got topics of the, on the topics of the month on the front page in red. We've got Thanksgiving recipes and eating, what the pilgrims ate, stuff like that. The sweet potato recipes and pecan recipes and storage on how to, how to deal with pecans this year. And, uh, of course, I left the... Uh, uh, recipes for acorn eaters and acorns on the website. 
That's, with that, that squirrel. Famous picture of my squirrel. Squirrels. <laughs> hey, Jerry, just just because that's a that's a really important topic that I don't think a lot of people know. But can you summarize a little bit about the the pecans and storage of them? It's not as simple as uh, no. Yeah, I, t- I talk about uh, pecan history, strange pecan questions, plus recipes and storage. Yeah, you got no. They, they they last longer in shale, which a lot of people do. Uh, they last <laughs> less long, <laughs> I guess, in uh, for a shorter period of time if they're cracked. And the kernels, uh, shelled out kernels, uh, will last less, uh, will last even less. Now, the... Uh, I, I, I'm saying storage is in the freezer. They're frozen when they're frozen. So uh, you can extend their life a little a little bit of time. I haven't checked the prices this year. And, they're, uh, they're less than they were last year. Are they really? The yeah, prices are? Yeah, and there's an article today in the, in uh, the Express? Express News that, uh, you know, what Thanksgiving will cost you. Okay. And, That's uh, good. I didn't see that. That was, uh, and they listed the pecans, just not too much different, but a little bit less. Everything else was uh, um, less, less too. I guess there are a few things that were yeah. the same. But, I, uh, so what are we talking about on the basic life of a pecan after they get, they're getting it? Are we talking about three months in the refrigerator? Yeah, three, three months in shale, I think. Let's see, I've got that. I printed out these columns. I was just uh, asking Jerry um, if Milton know what uh, about uh, the storage of uh, oh yeah yeah pecans because that's a topic that we it's uh, it's surprisingly short and uh, you can help them out like Jerry's looking for with the refrigerator. I've read that on the refrigeration, and the freezing, and you want to store them without light. If possible. Yeah, in uh, a freezer usually. Yeah, uh, and they seem to last a long time in the freezer. Yeah, I think three months. Uh, that sticks in my mind. And I you use them. I think, I bet we we should have people call us. How long have you kept pecans in the freezer? Because I bet you get a an answer longer than three oh, a months. A lot of people have kept, kept them for years. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. And then you, uh, when you taste them, you, you can tell. <laughs> oh, okay. So. They get a, yeah, yeah get they a, lose their, their oily flavor. They get a little... Uh, Bitter, it's like yeah. Yeah, I need uh, I need advice from y'all or from our listeners. Uh, so I've gotten to like roasting stuff, like roasting almonds or roasting pecans, and just enjoying them that way. Um, so, and I've read online, and you of course were talking about it when you're using pecans to rinse them. You're right. Right. But then I guess you rinse them and then let them dry? Yeah. Okay. Because I was trying to roast them right after rinsing them, and that just ruined everything. No, no, no. Yeah, uh, I, I recommend uh, two places to buy local pecan. Okay. And uh, I, I did, like I say, I didn't call them. But I was looking at the uh, Bragg, B-R-A-G-G. Mm-hmm. Pecan uh, site over in Hondo, and uh, at the top of the page of the recipes, 
they talk about rinsing the pecans to make them sweeter. Yeah. But you just put them in there for a few minutes. Yeah. And, and then and, and swirl oh, you'll them see, around. Yeah, you'll see warm, the water go brown. Warm weather. Yeah, it'll it'll go uh, it'll turn kind of orangey. Yeah. And that's tannins. That's what makes the pecan bitter. The uh, when it, when it, you get a piece of piece of the uh, shell in there, mm-hmm. and you chew down on that, it's bitter. Bitter. Yeah. Well, if you don't cut, if you don't get your cheek cut, <laughs> you know. He's talking about this razor sharp. Oh yeah. Uh, the... It's bitter. Well, it's sharp yeah. as a knife. It tastes sweet now. It's like like a bloody flavor. <laughs> I wonder where that came from. <laughs> And but, we, and we, yeah, okay. So, yeah, don't roast them after rinsing. No. I didn't know. Until they dry, huh? Okay, I guess so. Well, uh, they put, I don't know if I mentioned that or not. I've got, I've got a whole article on that because uh, in, in Tennessee uh, one time, uh, uh, Carrie May, Carrie May, uh, uh, the, uh, She's passed away now, but uh, she brought us some roasted pecan though one time, and they were sweet as sugar. I'd given her the pecan. Uh-huh. I said, "What did you do to these pecans?" You know, I thought I thought and they're roasted. Yeah. I thought maybe she put sugar on. She said, "No, they just just roasted them." But uh, then uh, I questioned her closely, and she had rinsed them. Yeah. That makes a big difference. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Especially like if you're when I was making the pecan pies, you could taste it now. You could taste it just eating the pecans, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, one one thing about it is when you burn the pecans all up on the top of the pie, uh, you just... don't t- taste the bitterness of the <laughs> shell. You taste the bitter of the burnt pecan. Well, yeah, that, that advice is for me, well use... for most of our listeners. <laughs> I guess you may as well use charcoal. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. that's a... <laughs> I wonder if you could make a pecan pie in a grill, like a little uh, a Weber grill, if you got the temperature right for I don't think so. I should try. <laughs> you could have smoky, yeah. smoky pecan pie. There you go. There you go. I don't think that would be very good. Well, you can you can uh, put a smoking flavor on the pecans. Oh. Uh, before, yeah. Why would you do that? Well, he's talking about a smoky oh. pecan pie. <laughs> and you see that. You see, like, uh, uh, in the stores, they'll have uh, almond, and it'll be, the recipe will be smoked almond. Yeah. yeah. That's almonds, but pecans. Are <laughs> okay. Pecans are pure. Almonds, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Almonds, but, one of those things that are good for you, you know. Uh, I'll have to, I'm, I'm going to try to make some of my... Uh, my roasted almonds tonight, and I'll bring some in. And they, they are sweet. Yeah. But they have something on them. Uh-oh. So I won't tell you until you try them. <laughs> the, uh, I, I didn't check with Pay Pecans uh, when I put this article on there. Uh, Kenneth Pape died about uh, two months ago, maybe. not Maybe quite not quite that long. So uh, I assume they're carrying on the paper con house over in Seguin. Yeah. But, we were, uh, I worked with them a little bit uh, with uh, Calvin Lyons, Dr. Lyons. Yeah. Uh, what were we trying to do? Oh, we were trying to get a... Uh, Peaches? 
They had some peaches at one time. Yeah, I got. I was. Yeah, I was trying to. Well, we're trying to get them to uh, pollinate, or gosh, I can't even remember what the issue was. It okay, was, it was an interesting. Uh, that's been a long time ago, Kevin. Yeah, that is a lot of you. You prior. slept since then. Yeah, for me, two or three years is <laughs> a long time ago. Yeah. But uh, anyways, uh, you've got a, you've got a place of brag pecans out in Hondo, uh, right right in front of the Walmart there. But I I, I think they've changed the name of it. Uh, I mean, uh, bragging is watched so loud, and. Uh, after he won but I, I don't know if they kept the name or not, Bragg Pecans. But they sell, I think they sell a lot of Bragg's Pecans. He has an orchard. And I think they even sell uh, Dr. Larry Stein's family's pecans. So uh, they're, they're, they're fresh pecans. I mean, uh, locally grown pecans. And you've, you've gotten out of the pecan business? Do what? You've gotten out of the pecan business? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't don't remind me of that. Yeah, he was a, a middleman. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't a very successful middleman. Uh, well, it it's like ends. this. This I sold them all, and yet it cost me more <laughs> than I made. This is not working out. I came across that article the other day. Oh, did you? When I was looking up these articles to put on planatcher. dot com, and I came across uh, the. Uh, when we uh, promoted and sold uh, the Stein family yeah, pecan. Yeah, that's what made me think of it. And those yeah. were good. They were good. And uh, and uh, a lot of the uh, more elderly people remembered the native pecan, the all-even native pecan, which that is a selection of uh, that... Uh, I forget what they called the the pecan. Uh, they had a name for it, and uh, his grandmother always made uh, the pies and Thanksgiving deals out of uh, that pecan. They saved that pecan back. So, oh, cool! Uh, we uh, when I mentioned we mentioned that on the radio, we had a lot of people come in and buy pecans. Yeah, they wanted them. They were at a good price. Yeah, everybody <laughs> that bought something. Jerry lost more and more money. Yeah, I know. He went back, and I don't yeah. understand Capitalism. That. This has been so successful. Everybody's buying them. I'm, I'm getting beaten up on this deal. Yeah, I wasn't a good pricer. No, that's okay. It was That's great. not your specialty. Focus yeah. on what you know, the plant answers, and there you go. We'll, we'll be okay. There you go. Hey, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210 308 8867. Uh, Millburgers is beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Uh, I'll say they got trees in. Yeah, the trees are beginning to come in. And uh, uh, if you go to the um, the greenhouse, the uh, Christmas cactus are beautiful. And Charles was showing me some of this stuff, and I'm forgetting the one plant. Oh, man, it began with an A. Doggone it. He's going to have to text it to me. Um, but Or Trace will talk about it. But it was pretty, too. It was, well, the three of us are not doing so well here. No, memory, I couldn't remember my research. Yeah. Jerry couldn't remember the name of the pecan. I can't, can't remember the plant he showed yeah. me an hour ago. Gardening is nice. Era, era something. Era <laughs> lithum. Is, that, is there... Am I close? It has the... 
the uh, little uh, cupped uh, flowers, uh, red and white, and the big, I guess, a stamen that comes out. And it's a, it's in the greenhouse, so I guess it's a house plant. Huh. Okay, well, uh, poor Charles is driving off the road. It was 20 minutes ago I told you this. Yeah. All right, see what uh, we'll we'll figure it out. Trace will come on the on the porch and tell us. Billy's on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey, Billy, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Just wanted What's to give you on? an up, update on Papes Pecans. I was there last week. Oh, good. Uh, oh, good. Their, their old places, I think we didn't go last year. Their old places closed, but they have two places now. And uh, oh. carry your carry your checkbook if you go down there. There's are high. Uh, yeah, they don't. They were last uh, year. They don't package them in five pounds anymore. You can only buy them in pounds, uh, and they're thirteen fifty for the halves and twelve dollars for the pieces. They give you a discount if you buy five pounds. Fifty eight fifty for five pounds. Okay. Packages. Uh, we go most every year, and uh, like I said, I carried my checkbook and I uh, spent like $150 or something like that. Uh, all right. What you going to do with all those yeah, pecans? Yeah, that's what I was wondering, Billy. I couldn't remember. I couldn't I remember that them, you've uh, given give us any pounds. desserts. I give five oh. pounds to my daughters for Christmas. Oh, cool. Do you roast them? Do you candy no, them? We, or you just? My wife cooks with them. We make pecan pies, and she makes a lot of cookies and things like that. So we put them in the freezer the minute we get home and uh, package them in smaller packages in, in Ziploc bags and get them out as, as we need them. What is your uh, uh, rule of thumb in terms of storage? Uh, deep freeze. <laughs> we freeze them all the time. Yeah, I think they use them three months quickly, but how long can months? you keep them in the freezer? Yeah. Uh, oh, we keep them in there. For a year. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, I found my uh, write-up, finally. And uh, they've got uh, temperatures for in-shell pecans. In-shell, shelled pecans. At uh, seven degree, 70 degrees in the pantry, uh, they say they'll last four months, four to three months. Four months and three months. Four or three months. At 40 degrees in the refrigerator, they'll last 9 to 18 months. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, that's much easier. Yeah. And uh, at zero degrees in the freezer, they'll last two-plus years. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it, they usually have some at Papes that are last year's, that are in the freezer, that are last year's crop. Oh, so really? I don't, yes, they do. I don't buy them, but they do have them, yes. Yeah, I always wait till the fresh crop comes in before I go down there. But they do have yeah. them last year. <laughs> I, quit, what about I, quit, I quit peeling mine a long time ago. I used to do it. I finally did find a good peeler. They have one there, which I bought and I went home for a gift this year that are real good, but I just don't have the patience for that anymore. So I buy them in half, buy them already shelled. There you go. Me too. What, are, are there is there a differentiation in, in, in varieties, Billy, or are they just all uh, all, all treated the same? Oh, no, they have uh, in the shell. They have about five different varieties. 
but the peel they pieces they don't distinguish them. Okay. But if you want to buy some in the shell, they have about five different kinds. Have you have you made the uh, uh, divine pecan pie, or has your wife made you one yet? Oh, uh, we we have our own recipe. I was going to bring you all one one time, but I never did get around to doing it. I don't guess uh, a uh, fudge pecan pie is my favorite. Woo. That sounds good. The what? Fudge pecan. Oh. <laughs> Did uh, did your wife make up the recipe, or did you get no, it we, off the Caro bottle? We we got the recipe from a, a restaurant uh, somewhere up the way. I've forgotten the name of it now. Okay. Uh, and yeah, yeah, that's uh, they they gave us the recipe, and uh, it it's uh, best pie I've ever eaten. Wow, cool. It's not as good as a divine pecan pie. Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Milton Mil- Mil- and I will have to judge that. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I never have made the divine pie. It's really good. The, yeah. the funny thing about pecan pie recipes, uh, Shirley Johnson, uh, I don't know, is Shirley still alive? I don't uh, know. I was just thinking about that. <laughs> last, uh, anyway. I couldn't even remember her name. You know? when, when, I, when I started promoting these pecan pie recipes uh she she brought me her mother's pecan pie recipe and uh in fact i think we've we've got it on plantanswers.com it's under mommy lewis pecan pie okay and uh and it's uh, we, we put it on plantanswers.com we also compared it to the pecan pie recipe that was on the Caro syrup bottle. Which I'm sure was better than. It was the same thing. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> oh. So Shirley, Shirley was saying how good it, her pecan pie was, her mother's pecan pie was. Oops. Well, you know, it's all the... <laughs> Sounds good, Billy. Thanks, Billy. You take care. Thanks for calling. Thanks. Yeah, that was Happy good. holidays. The same to you. You take care. Bye-bye. And I'll give you a little story on that uh, pecan pie. So uh, I have a friend whose grandmother would make us pecan pies. She, that was what she enjoyed yeah. doing. And and they were excellent. I don't know what she did, <laughs> but they were excellent. So I said, okay, this year I'm going to surprise her. Uh-oh. And I made her, you know, after learning how not to burn it, <laughs> the um, divine, the buttermilk pecan. pecan pie. Yeah. yeah. And every year after that. Uh-oh. She wouldn't know when I was coming back uh. with, a, with that pie, because she loved that pie. Yeah, everybody so, did. Yeah, so considering how good hers were, she liked that one, too. So, Well, we used to, uh, it, was, it was kind of funny. I was remembering uh, Jerry talked about the the cook, right, yeah. the divine, and then... We went and were given some kind. Of, we we were given a presentation in divine. In divine, you and I were yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and then there, there uh, she was in the audience. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she was a member of the garden club, I yeah. think, down there. That's right. When back back in the days when we did the divine event. Yeah, right. The uh, fall festival. Fall, fall festival, yeah. But uh, she, I've taken her recipe at the insistence of Milton and my daughter, mm-hmm. and the recipe that's on plantanswers.com, the pecan recipe, first one listed, divine pecan pie. So what we, uh, 
what we have added to Poppy's recipe is uh, she she put uh, uh, bake 20 minutes at 375 degrees. Reduce heat to 300 degrees and continue baking for 40 minutes. For novice cooks, be sure to check the pie as it is baking and remove the pie before the pecans on the top have blackened or burst into flames. Also, this recipe fills a large pie shell. Yeah, that's good to know, because otherwise you have... Yeah, if a smaller pie shell is used, the extra ingredients can be put in a drinking glass and drank for dessert. You could probably figure out something. Let's <laughs> see. That sounds so like the, that's, that's Milton's Thanks, pecan Thanksgiving cocktail. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Mm. All right. We're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. If you haven't marked your calendar yet, mark it. December 7th, December 8th is Millburgers Annual Open House Weekend for Christmas, and it contains two great days of two different activities that are both a lot of fun. Saturday, December 7th is Millburgers Traditional Open House with all kinds of fun. First off, Santa's going to be there from 11 till 3, so it's a great opportunity for you to take family fun photos. There's free hot chocolate, wassail popcorn, roasted corn for just a donation. Donation to the Salvation Army and for a donation to the Salvation Army, face painting from 11 to 3. Enjoy the sweet Adelines as they carol throughout the nursery and ride the little red choo-choo from 11 to 3. Then on Sunday, it's the cowboy tradition with the little red choo-choo, roasted corn, funnel cakes, hot chocolate wassail, hot chili from nature's creation from 11 till the pot runs dry, the Texas weather band, a balloon artist, and come by and see Santa again from 11 to 3 at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. Hey, wow, it sure is. 210-308-8867. Hey, uh, take a second to talk about Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Uh, These guys have been helping families and businesses in San Antonio to remain pest-free. Uh, gosh, since 1976, Warren Remy has been doing this, and they do an excellent job. Ask a business owner whose livelihood depends on being pest-free uh, if they use Spider-Man Pest Control, and their face will light up. They really will. I love Warren. He really helped us out. We were having trouble, uh, and he came in and solved the problem. We can do that for you, too, because he looks at it holistically, looks at your whole home, uh, and what's causing the problems, and he's going to not only treat it, but he's going to help you to alle- eliminate what's causing the problem as well. Give him a call, Termite, uh, Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721, online at GoSpiderManPest.com, GoSpiderManPest.com. I got good news, Milton. Yeah, are your roaches back? I've killed three big roaches in the last two days. Wow, you're on a spree. They have big ones too. They're 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 gonna start fearing but you. The little little ones are still there. Oh, they used to be so friendly toward you. Now they're not gonna trust you. <laughs> yeah, you, what has happened? Have you turned? Do you, are you 
Uh, change your attitude. I like George? to hunt them. Oh, <laughs> you stalk them through I the house. I stalk them. Okay. Stalk the roaches. It's, right. uh, if you go to his house, you see where his pellet <laughs> pellet gun has penetrated yeah. the pantry. <laughs> yeah, I, I never have shot a roach. I don't think. So a little uh, birdie texted me, and the plant I was looking at that was so pretty is anthurium. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. So anyway, we've got some pretty ones. Is that the little birdie, Charles? Charles yes, birdie? Yes, I said that he would be upset and going, I just told you a few minutes ago. But, yeah, they're really pretty. So come on by. When you visit with Millburgers, go into the greenhouse, too, and uh, check out what's in there and uh, and see what, what they've got. And lots of pretty stuff. Yeah, we were talking about uh, off the air. Uh, Milton and I walk out. When we walk off the porch uh, after the show, they have had a display of uh, a beautiful whopper begonias. I oh, mean, yeah. big ones in big containers and full of blooms from top to bottom. And uh, we just marveled at them because they're so big yeah, and pretty, really pretty and everything. And uh, they, when they they moved them, when the when they put the Christmas trees in, they moved them over. But Calvin says they're over there by the cyclamen. Yeah, they're behind right the cyclamen. Right in my sight of uh, line there. It's, you, all the uh, photo taking props are in your way, so you can't see. Yeah. Them over there. This is this is begonia weather. I mean, they they love this cool. Oh, good. Uh, you know, they use a lot of begonias. Uh, out. Uh, the tuberous begonias up north. Uh, I've I've seen when I visited my brother in Ohio. Uh, he had he had found places that entire hillsides were covered with those begonias because it's cooler up there. So uh, they 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 use the one from uh, that you grow from uh, tubers, but. Uh, if you want something to put on the patio in weather like this, and you've got a greenhouse, or you can put them up next to your house when it gets extremely cold, uh, you might want to look at those uh, begonias for. And they're not. They're not overly cold sensitive. Yeah. 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 They kind of. They, they. They take a. a I, I don't know about hard freeze, but uh, well, I always, light freeze. It always amazes me that they'll, you know, if you have them in uh, containers or in a garden bed and then go through the winter and they tops disappear. Right. And then <laughs> they come back. Yeah, early spring, there's, there they come, launching out of those roots again. We used to, we used to grow some over at... Uh, my uh, in my uh, son-in-law's house over here in uh, Stone Oak, uh, right against against the uh, the house, and they would go through the winter. Hmm. They went through the winter two or three years. So uh, begonias uh, are are pretty co- pretty. Uh, I think they're more cold tolerant than uh, zinnias, Cal. Oh gosh, yes. <laughs> well, do you remember John? Do you remember John the Begonia Man? For, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was just. And there's a Begonia Lady. You know, there's a there's a lady that uh, I don't know. if She's passed away by now. She's she's really old. But uh, they were. She love were, that. She's gonna call him up and. <laughs> they refer. They listening. referred to her as the Begonia Lady because she she grew. 
many types of begonias and John, and John converted his uh, swimming pool area into a begonia growing area. Oh yeah, he that's had a, right. Had a roof over it and uh, wow, know, that's serious. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was marvelous. It's pretty in the in the winter. <laughs> okay, Milton, I found the. Um, I found the write-up on the pecan meats. Okay. It's a, it's on uh, TexasPecans.com. TexasPecans.com. That's the uh, uh, Bragg uh, uh, website. And on the recipes, the first thing, when you look, uh, they've got a listing of topics at the top of the page. And uh, you click on recipes. I don't know if they they they've got they've got the divine pecan pie recipe on that planet uh, texaspecan.com. And they've got uh, crusty pecan pie, hmm. uh, black bottom pecan pie. Mine was, is mine that, was black is that different than? Milton's yeah yeah yeah. Uh, Milton's would be black top. Yes. Okay. Pecan pie. Uh, Then they got uh, Kahlua, K A H L U A. Must be a Hawaiian thing. (laughs) Kahlua is a liqueur. It's a liquor. Oh, okay. Maybe that's it. Pecan pie. They've got orange pecan pie. They got Ritzy pecan pie. I, I would like for, and then we've got uh, Doctor, my webmaster. When we got into the pecan pie stuff, uh, he put his wife's pecan pie recipe on there, oh. which I think is off the Carol bottle. Uh, mm. Sarah Lineberger's pecan pie and sweet potato pecan pie. Oh, well, that's interesting. And uh, then they got uh, recipes for pralines and other pecan candy. But uh, the tip at the top of the page says, to sweeten, and that's in parentheses, the pecan meats, put the pecan kernels in a bowl and fill with lukewarm water. Okay. Not hot water, not cold water, lukewarm water. Stir and tumble the meats in the water for several minutes, and you will see the discoloration in the water. You do. Do you tumble yours or? I stir. She stir. Okay. Actually, what I did, which obviously wasn't right according to them, was I rinse them, dump them, rinse them, dump them, rinse them, dump them until I don't get any more. Of the, oh, okay. The brown water. Pour off that water and repeat the process oh. at least once more. Okay. That's right. That's you did good, Milton. Yeah. You will notice that the water becomes less and less discolored. I did notice that. And that's, like we said earlier, that's tannins. That's the, the bitterness taste in acorns and pecans. Spread the pecans on a paper towel and allow them to dry for 10 to 15 minutes, Milton. Okay. Oops. <laughs> I did not so do that. that's how to do it. And okay. Then, and then I've got an article on that uh, uh, on plantanswers.com. But uh, uh, we work closely with the Glen. What I would like for uh, 
Billy to do is uh, take his pecan pie recipe, mm-hmm. uh, his wife's pecan pie recipe, and check it against the pecan pie recipes that are on TexasPecans.com so that I just re- read out and see if he finds that recipe on uh, uh, TexasPecans. Gosh, I hope we don't. That doesn't stimulate some kind of a <laughs> disagreement. Yeah, I was thinking Billy, Billy may be smarter than that. Now, counterclaim if yeah. indeed it is different, yes, we will put it on PlantAnswers.com. All right. Put the recipe up. You're going to give her credit, right? Yeah. All right. It's her recipe. Or Billy, one of the other, maybe both of them. Okay. So, anyway, we, we, we love pecan pies, and uh, especially for Thanksgiving, which is coming up Thursday. It is coming up Thursday. It's coming Thursday. Yeah. So that's why we put all these uh, recipes and sweet potato recipes and everything else. Why did I put sweet potato recipes on there? I don't know. Or for some of those of you that are confused... Uh, a yam. The the true yam is not a sweet potato, but the the yam that they're selling in the grocery stores around here is a sweet potato. Okay. Does they, it taste any different? No. Oh. They're the same. Okay. Come out of the same field. Well, why do they call one yam and one sweet potato? Because uh, they thought they needed a upgraded uh, name. Oh. Because, you know, like kiwis. You know what kiwis used to be called? Yeah, was that gooseberry? Yeah, it had a weird name, so they changed it to kiwi. And they did that with yams, too. Cool. But I hear so many people saying that uh, that uh, that uh, yam is different than a sweet potato. Now, in my sweet potato article on plantanswer.com, that is explained and revealed and so, uh, uh, but why would I use talk about sweet potatoes for Thanksgiving? Because they're good for diabetics. Yeah. They're I lo- can't lo- eat my lo- Irish potatoes anymore uh, unless I have an insulin shot waiting uh, to our insulin drip. Going in my arm when I eat those. Uh, I thought you'd mention sweet potatoes. potatoes because they taste so good. They do taste <laughs> well, good. they do. And there's uh, about fifty, just like pecans. There's about fifty different recipes. For yeah. Sweet oh potatoes. yeah. They're very versatile. We need to get you to try cauliflower, uh, mashed cauliflower. <laughs> oh gee. It tastes just like white potatoes. Uh, I <laughs> put know. enough butter I don't on know. it. <laughs> uh, uh, Coat it with Judy, butter. And Judy, Judy is an advocate of that. Uh, yeah, it's good. I like flower it. dishes. That's, that's a new deal. Okay, but yeah. So, what are they going to find on your website about sweet potatoes? The recipes and the history yeah, recipes and, and history and cool. and how to cook them and everything else. And uh, I thought it's also got a link to uh, let's see, Carver. You know the uh, yeah he George could, Washington Carver yeah I I scanned his uh, or we put it on the website all of his he has hundreds of recipes oh for sweet potatoes for sweet potatoes oh and peanuts and yeah. uh, things like that so uh, I've got a link to that original publication oh very cool so done there we'll have to try some of that. <laughs> the um, and if you ever, you know how we have roasted corn, yeah, here uh, 
Have you ever had roasted sweet potatoes? They're really good. It cha- it changes. You wrap them in foil. I okay. So this was an accidental discovery, and you can kind of <laughs> guess how it accidentally happened. I was gonna. Um, we were cooking burgers and stuff. Or, the regular potatoes. Or, yeah, or chicken. I can't remember. And sweet. So we put the sweet potatoes. I wrapped them in foil. Okay. And then I put them on the grill. And I just kind of left him there and left him there and left him there. And it was probably a couple hours. Oh, okay. So they, they, I just kind of didn't think about them. And they got really overcooked. <laughs> but they were really good. It was like it took the sugars in them and caramelized them yeah. or something. I'll have to bring you a... Uh, you did wrap them in uh, foil. foil. Yeah. So they, they weren't on top of the coals or anything. Yeah. But it, I don't know what it was. Something about that made it so that... I don't know if you did the same thing in the oven for yeah. the same amount of time and slow cooked them in the oven if they'd be just as good. But they were, I'll have to bring you all some of them. Now, if you wanted, want the famous uh, blackened uh, Milton yeah. sweet potatoes, uh-huh. I could, you could just not put them in uh, aluminum. In the foil, okay. And I bet they would cook if they if they were on the grill. yeah. With no aluminum, with a, no foils around. Yeah, but then I can't eat the skin. They're going to get nasty. Yeah, well, that's that's true. You won't be able to eat the skin. But the skin's I, a good part. You of eat it. the sweet potato inside. They've done a, they've done a lot in sweet potato breeding hmm. uh, to make them sweeter, and storage. And, and they've they've had uh, some uh, issues with maintaining the nutrient. Because it's right. a, it's a basic uh, uh, food source, you know they're getting they're getting kind of fancy on sweet potatoes, but then they they have to keep remembering that there's <laughs> populations in the world that almost have to live on sweet potatoes. Oh, so oh like, yeah, because they're relatively easy to grow and they're nutritious. Uh, they store well. Their roots, their roots. Yeah, sweet they're potatoes great. are roots. They're a great plant. They're one of my they're favorite pretty foods. Too. Yeah. They're good food, yeah. and they're a pretty plant. All right, we're going to take a quick break. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867 is the number to call to be a part of the show. So give us a call, and you can share us what's going to happen of your Thanksgiving. What are you cooking? Where maybe you got a recipe you want to share with us, or let's talk plants. We've got lots of beautiful stuff. We'll share that with you in just a moment right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. If you haven't marked your calendar yet, mark it. December 7th, December 8th is Millburgers' annual open house weekend for Christmas, and it contains two great days of two different activities that are both a lot of fun. Saturday, December 7th, is Millburgers' traditional open house with all kinds of fun. First off, Santa's going to be there from 11 till 3, so it's a great opportunity for you to take family fun photos. There's free hot chocolate, wassail, popcorn, Roasted corn for just a donation to the Salvation Army. And for a donation to the Salvation Army, face painting from 11 to 3. Enjoy the sweet Adelines as they carol throughout the nursery and ride the little red choo-choo from 11 to 3. Then on Sunday, it's the cowboy tradition with the little red choo-choo, roasted corn, funnel cakes, hot chocolate wassail, hot chili from nature's creation from 11 till the pot runs dry, the Texas weather band, a balloon artist, and come by and see Santa again from 11 to 3 at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. 
I've been thinking lately. Life is good. My husband has a great job, and so do I. The kids are on track for college. I love our house. But what if something happens to one of us? The kids' college tuition would go away. The house would go away. Everything we've worked for just goes away. How would we pick up the pieces? We don't have life insurance. Can we even afford it? We can't just go on ignoring it. Protect your family's future with help from Ethos Life Insurance. Ethos is life insurance built with you in mind. Straightforward, super fast, and affordable. The online application takes just minutes. There are no commissioned agents, and you'll get an instant estimate based on options that are right for you and your family. Ethos is the hassle-free way to get covered. It only takes a few minutes, so don't put it off. Ethos is dedicated to finding you the right coverage fast. Thank goodness we did something about it. Who knows what happens tomorrow? Now I know we're covered and I'm so relieved. Go to ethoslife.com for a free instant estimate now. That's E-T-H-O-S-Life.com. Ethoslife.com. Lifestyles Unlimited is the real estate investor education and mentoring group that has been taking people by the hand and teaching them how to invest in real estate for over 28 years. Our students have been so successful at creating wealth and passive income that they have won local, state, and national investor of the year awards 12 of the last 12 years. It's easy to see why Think Realty Magazine named us the best in the U.S. If you're ready to add real estate to your portfolio, go to DellOnTheRadio.com to access our free live training event schedule. Caregiving is incredibly difficult and challenging for thousands of people caring for someone they love. It's a job that is demanding and often feels as if it's never-ending. Caregivers feel alone and lonely. That's where Caregiver SOS On Air comes to the rescue. This half-hour weekly program features nationally known gerontologist Carol Zerniel and attorney and veteran broadcaster Ron Aaron. Ooh, that's me. Caregiver SOS On Air, Saturday mornings at 7.30 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Digital market. Marketing is a big part of just about every business. It's everywhere. Is your business using it to your advantage? Are you receiving your share of the leads? If you're not effectively using digital media, you could be losing sales by the second. Even worse, your customers can be grabbed up one by one, never to return. Not sure if you're losing out to the competition? Salem Surround can help you. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into leads. Salem Surround is a full-service digital agency providing you with all your marketing under one roof. Total market penetration for increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn more how we can help you place your advertising message in front of today's digital consumers. Salem Surround helps deliver customers by putting your business message in front of the right person at the right time. Learn more at SurroundSanAntonio.com. SurroundSanAntonio.com. Connecting you with new customers. Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Give us a call. Be a part of the show at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And, yep, all the leaves are turning brown. And you're right. There are some beautiful crepe myrtles uh, in yeah. our, our neighborhood that are turning reddish-brown. And some of the other uh, trees are beginning to, to show color. Uh, too, so. Yeah, they don't last very long, the cray myrtle leaves. No. Yeah, once the color. They... And you remember you remember last week we said uh, 
the, the whites, the white blooming crape myrtle don't turn color. Leaves don't Natural. turn color. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. But, but all the others uh, that uh, that we promote uh, do turn. Have, uh, most of, a lot of them turn yellow. Most of them turn yellow. Some of them turn red. But uh, the the uh, the red oaks are turning in the hill, uh, up around Bernie in the hill country. And there's one tree. Of course, they they change. That's a genetic characteristic in the tree. And so all all uh, of course the weather of course yeah. influences too. But the red color and 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 those Schumar red oaks are varies from tree to tree. And I've got one I've been watching for two or three years, thinking about how to propagate it. It's the reddest, prettiest color tree I ever saw. It's in the it's in the uh, it's it, it's in a undeveloped lot. And uh, it's it stays red for the longest period of time I've ever seen, mm. and it's solid red now, uh, much redder than the other red oaks around. So uh, I'm about to the point of uh, taking cuttings. See, I, I could collect the acorns, but uh, the acorns from a red tree does not necessarily going to have fall red color. Well, so if you I have, have a, to do it from cutting. If you plant a thousand of them, you might you could get <laughs> you could uh, get a couple hundred. That, and, yeah, that's another secret that uh, when you're buying a red oak in the nursery at this time of the year, uh, look for the ones that have red leaves on. They'll actually the seedling the uh, the young trees of red oak, and uh, a lot of these fall fall colored uh, plants will be red if they're going to be red when they get old. So uh, a lot of people a lot of people wait to this time of the year to pick out their red oaks uh, uh, that have, have red leaves on them. It's a good time to get your trees, too, if you're, yeah. especially if you're a CPS customer because they'll give you a $50 rebate for uh, each of those shade trees you purchase if you follow some uh, uh, some guidelines they give you, and they're very easy to follow the recommended trees they've got a wide list and you just they're talking about uh, planting them in a manner that'll help reduce your air conditioning costs so check that out uh, millburgers has all the information here on the cps shade tree rebate or you can go to the cps website and it's there too easy to find Again, 210-308-8867. Coming up next hour, we hope to visit with someone uh, from the Salvation Army and uh, uh, hopefully to visit with the area commander, uh, Major Roger Webb, uh, and talk to him about, one, uh, what the Salvation Army is doing in San Antonio. And uh, every time he talks, I'm on the advisory board for the Salvation Army. Uh, It's amazing how many meals are served, how many uh, folks are helped. How many families, the seniors, the uh, kids, uh, it touches so many lives in San Antonio. Uh, we're also going to have him explain the uh, Angel Tree program uh, that Millburgers is doing because y'all had some questions about it. And like, is that is that uh, Salvation Army? The Salvation Army, yeah. The Angel Tree. Yes, thing? that's Salvation Army. Okay. 
And so we'll have him explain that, too, so you get a, a, a better idea. Uh, he does a much better job than I do. No. I know. It's hard to believe. Uh-uh. I know. I know. Uh, but we'll talk to him about that, too. And so uh, we'll find out the good that they're doing in San Antonio and how you can support them. Uh, by the way, uh, a portion of the Christmas tree sales here at Millburgers will go back to uh, the Salvation Army. So when you buy a tree here, uh, know that the, that donation will be made uh, to the Salvation Army as well. So, uh, uh, And I'm hoping to get uh, just a Millburgers does a great job of being philanthropic in these events that they do, like the 7th and 8th. I Say know. that again. Yeah, that means they collect postage stamps. <laughs> <laughs> I think. And that's something else. It sounds philanthropic. Philanthropic, and anthropic. I guess you say tomato. I say philanthropic. Uh, they do a great job, and they raise a lot of money through your generosity uh, for the San Antonio Food Bank for our Halloween Fall Festival. So we hope to get them on and uh, find out what they do too. So uh, we're gonna. Uh, visit and show you where your don- your dollars are going to and your donations. Both those organizations do an excellent job of being stewards with uh, with your donation too. They use them both use them very very efficiently uh, in terms of not going to salaries, not going to administration, but going to services in the community. So, all righty, I just wanted to kind of let you know that that's coming up at one o'clock. I don't know who's going to visit with us, so uh, we're, <laughs> we're still trying to arrange that. May even get moved to tomorrow, but. We're not we're not worried about the religious ind- indications that uh, might be associated with nope. working with the Salvation Army. Nope. Okay. We're not. Nope. We're kind of brave. It is. Uh, nope. We're not brave at all. There's a. <laughs> it is controversial this. Thing, yeah. For the first time this year. Yeah. Doesn't need to be. Well, I, I don't know what I, th- I think. Somebody no, doesn't depend at all. I think somebody shot themselves in the foot on that. No, it doesn't depend at all. There, there is no litmus test for service provided by the Salvation Army, and we're just there. You know, if you want to go after the whole church, then you go after the church. But as far as I'm concerned, we're going. We're talking about the services that they provide and the people that they help. And there is no litmus test. They don't say we're not going to help you because of this. So those people that go through that are hungry, yeah, they, they get fed. And that's what I care about. So there you go, Milton. Sorry, don't take it personal. I I don't see it. There is (laughs) anyway. So two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Okay, we were talking about the uh, Thanksgiving food uh, a while ago, and uh, I uh, read my read the article that I had on Planet has I have on PlanetAnswers dot com, and uh, came across a. Uh, we always talk about the pilgrims, pilgrims and the Indians. Mm-hmm. And uh, so a, a, a uh, food historian uh, has written uh, uh, the latest rendition of food available at the first Thanksgiving. Was it fish instead of turkeys? <laughs> yeah. Makes more sense. They had uh, food that may have been on the menu was seafood. That that in, because they were up Plymouth. Uh, that includes uh, cod, eel, clams, and lobster. Whoa! That lobster would have been good. Sounds like a good thing. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and the wild wild fowl that they had was uh, wild turkey, goose, duck, 
crane, swan. <laughs> Have you had crane? Partridge and eagles, Milton. Mm, that seems a little wrong. They ate eagles. Yeah. But, uh, an eagle is just a buzzard in costume, Milton. So. Just well-dressed buzzard? Yeah. <laughs> and the meat was venison and seal. Huh. They ate the little seals. Oh. And the grain was uh, wheat flour and Indian corn. Okay. Pump, uh, vegetables were pumpkin, peas, beans, onions, lettuce, radishes, and carrots. Okay. You know, I don't. I, anyway, we got to take a quick break because we're up against it here. So 210-308-8867. This is a hard one. Yes, it is. 210-308-8867. <laughs> Toll free 866-308-8867. More in a moment on 9:30 a.m. The answer. We're back with Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Well, good. Sometimes things don't work out like I hope they do. And, <laughs> and you're like, okay, this is planned. Uh, but uh, as we've mentioned in the ads and uh, here, if you come to Millburgers, you'll see the uh, the angel tree here. We've mentioned that uh, this time of year, these are going to benefit the Salvation Army. You also know if you're going to any of the uh, uh, the Walmarts or other places around San Antonio, you'll see the bell ringers. I'm going to be doing that again this year. Uh-oh. Yeah. Where's your, where'd they station you? I Did we you get a better, a better site? No, no, the site last year was funny because uh, it was, <laughs> there were people, I was, I was singing uh, Christmas carols. and uh, Oh, Lord. They were, I forget what the woman said, she polite me, politely was critiquing my singing. Uh-oh. And she wasn't... Uh, Favorable? Yeah, it wasn't a favorable <laughs> critique. She was Did like, she, didn't she know you've been I, in a musical? I, I know. I think she said, don't you think you'd get more donations if you didn't sing? Uh, did she say that? <laughs> so, so she, that hurt you, man. I think she was trying to help, but it was sort of a backhanded <laughs> way of helping. So I don't care. I still good, good for her. I still appreciate it. Was, uh, we got plenty of donations. Yeah, it was. Um, it's much more polite than my daughter when we were at yeah. church. I think she was about 10. She said, Dad, will you please quit singing? <laughs> <laughs> I just waited. You're scaring God out of the church. Okay, well, Major Rob Webb, who is the area commander here in San Antonio, is on the line with us. So we'll learn a little bit about uh, what the Salvation Army is doing here in San Antonio. And uh, I'd like to get that lady that uh, told you not to sing. I bet, yeah, well, maybe she'll be at Walmart. <laughs> it was the Walmart in Days of Allah. She's the Grinch. Yeah, thank Related you, Calvin. to the Grinch. Calvin gets the hurt that goes with that. He's he's been there. Well, plus I've seen you professionally sing. Exactly. <laughs> you weren't that bad. I know. That's, Maybe that's, he didn't have music. So we'll talk to. That Betty. was the problem. That could have been it without the accompaniment. I'll have yeah. to. Maybe this year I'll have accompaniment. There you go, Major Webb. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well, thank you. Thank you for having me on the call today. 
Yeah, I appreciate you being there and taking the time. This was kind of a surprise call. This was like 30 minutes ago. We're like, oh, we should, well, I guess 30 minutes before the show started. So I appreciate you taking some time and, and coming on. So where do we start to talk about the Salvation Army? Do we start with the history? Do we start with what's happening in San Antonio? Where do you want to begin? Well, as you would know, this is such an exciting time of the year for us. We're busy all year round, but we're especially busy in the month of November and December because our Angel Tree program is in full swing. Uh, we've got over 7,200 children signed up to receive gifts and clothes and books, special things under the Christmas tree this season. In addition to that, we also have over 650 seniors who signed up to receive gifts this Christmas season. So oh, you have two seniors. You, you have two seniors on the porch that are going to sign up. No, that was it. At, at the area command, and I will see what we can do for you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I appreciate that. But that was a, that was a nice touch because this can be a very lonely time for seniors, yeah. and they may not get gifts or right. be shown any love, and so yeah. Right. <laughs> well, it, it is. You know. There, there's a lot of folks that, that might otherwise go without during the Christmas season or they don't have any family to support them, perhaps at all or locally. And so it gives us a chance to reach out and uh, express, you know, God's love in real and tangible ways and help to make sure that their Christmas is filled with joy. Yeah, that's a great idea. So, um, so Millburgers has an angel tree here, and they just come pick an ornament off the tree, and then they can donate to uh, they they buy the one of the gifts that the child or the senior has indicated. And the funny thing is that the the, the two are quite different. Um, uh, the and the seniors tend to f- pick things that are very practical. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Irish whiskey. <laughs> no, 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 not Irish whiskey, but microwaves, toaster ovens, uh, coffee pots, uh, pots, oh, pans. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which makes a lot Do of sense. Do they have an angel tree for the seniors? Yeah, no, no, they're they're mixed up. Yeah, you can see. Are the, the tags different? I don't, I, I sort of remember them being different looking. Are they? They, they are. We have tags okay. on all of our trees, some that... Uh, are specific for children and some that we call silver angels. That uh, there you go, senior and kind of their uh, requested item. And like you said, it's something more practical, like a coffee pot or maybe a microwave oven or something like that. But uh, we sure want to thank Millburgers for their tremendous support for the Salvation Army, not only at Christmas time, but throughout the year and um, the truth is it takes a whole caring community to fulfill the uh, wish list of so many at Christmas time and people can certainly adopt from the Angel Tree at Millburgers they can adopt from one of our Angel Tree locations in the four uh, area malls North Park Mall, South Park Star Mall, South Park Rolling Hills and Ingram Mall um, or they can go online and adopt an angel oh. at angeltreesalvationarmy.org. That's www.angeltreesalvationarmy.org. 
Very cool. And um, do we still need, or did we ever need volunteers to help on distribution day and to? Well, I'll tell you where we, we, we always need volunteers for, for all of our programs throughout the year. But, Milton, let me tell you where we really need help with volunteers this year, and that is ringing the bell. Okay. Uh, as you would know, our bell ringers uh, spread around San Antonio during the Christmas season are a key part of our fundraising effort that not only goes to support um, programs at Christmas time, but the programs that we provide throughout the year. And so, ideally, we would have all those locations and volunteers, but we, we never quite seem to get as many volunteers as we need, and so we always need the help of more volunteers. And this year, we've got a, 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 a neat new tool that uh, makes it easy for folks to go online and sign up to volunteer to ring the bell. It's called registerring.com. That's www.registerring.com. And on that site, folks interested in volunteering can, can go on and they can pick dates, they can pick a location, and they can pick a block of time where they can sign up to uh, volunteer to ring the bell. And when they do, that's an incredible help to us in trying to raise these critical dollars to support our program, not only at Christmas, but year-round. Yeah. Um, did you hear my story about last year and my bell ringing? <laughs> <laughs> In other words, we, we, you know we, if you volunteer to ring a bell, you don't have to sing along, right? <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> Singing is optional. But okay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and so let's talk a little bit about those programs. For instance, uh, one of the programs is... Uh, uh, sheltering uh, the homeless, sheltering people, and uh, I know with the weather getting cold, uh, that uh, and that's a, that's an area too where companies and uh, people can volunteer to help as well. Uh, you want to talk about some of the programs because really, uh, from children to seniors, the Salvation Army is helping people right here in San Antonio. That's correct. Um, the programs that we provide year round, uh, day in and day out, seven days a week are. We have uh, an emergency shelter for women, uh, a shelter for families, a men's shelter. We have subsidized seniors' housing. We operate senior nutrition programs at multiple locations. We have a boys and girls club program, of course, a food pantry that provides food to individuals and families in need when they're hungry and have nowhere else to go. Uh, we have veterans programs serving our veterans to help them in their time of crisis and to help prevent homelessness in uh, times where they or their family members might be experiencing some financial hardship. So all of these programs are going on seven days a week, 365 days a year. And in, in emergency sheltering alone, um, usually we have over... 250 individuals sheltering with us each night. Um, and of that, 55 to 75 of those is often children. So it's hard to imagine that many children who otherwise might be sleeping in a car or might be at a friend's house sleeping on the floor or the sofa because 
for whatever reason, perhaps the family has lost their home. And so it is an incredible ministry to be able to uh, serve these families in their time of need. And we couldn't do it without the support of a caring San Antonio community. And for folks that would like to make a donation to support our programs, they can always go online to www.salvationarmystx.org. That's www.salvationarmystx.org. They can make a donation, or they can find out more about what's going on and how they can get involved. Perfect. Okay, well, we'll end on that. Thank you so much, and we're gonna we'll keep talking throughout the uh, the season and stuff. And uh, as far as you're aware, I was do I was doing the the ringing at the Days of Allah store. Uh, I think one of the first Saturdays, we didn't notice any sharp decline in donations no. that day, did we? Well, there's one thing that we should share with the community, Milton, and that is it's going to be a real challenge for us to raise the money we need to. Oh this yeah, because. Year because there's less days between Thanksgiving and Christmas this year. There's five less bell ringing days, and so what that. So means, you have that in common with the retail, yeah, retailers. Yeah. yeah, that's correct. Potentially thousands of less dollars in our kettles, and so we really need the San Antonio community to step up and help us this year. Give a, an extra generous gift, and and don't pass by those bell ringers when you see them out there in front of the stores because we really need um, their support. Even if they're singing? (laughs) There was one guy. You'll get a a generous donation if they'll stop singing. Yeah, (laughs) I would have stopped singing for a nice donation. If they said, okay, here's the the deal. We're going to do a 20 if you'll you'll give us an hour break on the singing. Well, one one of the city councilmen or something will will figure out that you're reneging because you... Start singing again. Oh, right? yeah. No, no. I'll, I'll be honest. I'll, I will stick to the plan. And uh, But, uh, yeah, so you can, and they can even donate online, too. Uh, don't, we, we have the virtual uh, donations, too, during this, uh, during this thing, the virtual kettle. Again, if they go to SalvationArmySATX.org, they can donate online and help us reach our, our goals for this year. All right, Major, thank you. Thanks so much, uh, uh, Major Rob Webb, Area Commander here in San Antonio. And we'll visit again, okay? All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. you. Thank you, Milton, and thanks to all our friends there at Millburgers. You betcha. All righty. Okay. Well, what was that uh, at the end of the is, is web, or the web, uh, the URL of San Antonio... Do you want um, to give the, I mean, here I'll type it out too. What is the? Uh, he said, uh, "Salvation Army." Is Major Webb still on, or did we? Uh, I'll I'll get it for and you. And then he said something at the end. Like, was it S A S A T X? S A T S was that? Yeah, San Antonio, Texas. Oh, S-A-T-X. okay. But okay. I'll, I'll get you I the exact one. All righty. So 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Milton, I want you to refer to Calvin and I from now on as Silver Angels. <laughs> I don't know if Calvin wants to be, a, you want to be referred as the, the Silver the Angel. Silver I was just wondering if they weren't kind of 
prejudice against bald people. Uh, <laughs> wow. uh, they don't have silver, any silver. silver. Uh, I got silver around the edges. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, still, he's still there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Carry passes. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, they. Uh... And then I guess mo- <laughs> most women, older women, unless they dye their hair. Yeah, yeah. well, they uh, they all yeah. dye their hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the views of the silver doctors do not necessarily represent hey, those of Calvin. Hey, we're gardeners. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But, all right, we'll get back to gardening now. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Did you notice that the large uh, Nandinas are no longer in front of us? Yeah. But, uh, oh, you, you mentioned earlier, Milton, the uh, live Christmas trees. They're just uh, They have an amazing selection of all different sizes. Yeah. I, that's the first time I think I've seen those uh, small uh, Arizona cypress like that. I mean, if you... Arizona cypress is a wonderful landscape tree, and that yeah. that that would be a kind of a fun uh, little uh, special tree for grandchildren or something, and they can plant it out there in their landscape. But uh, just lots of, uh, uh, of course, the beautiful Christmas trees. What what do we have? Four varieties here, or three three varieties? I think so. they focus on the three varieties: yeah. the Nordman. Uh, the uh, Fraser firs, and I'm, right. I'm blanking out. On, uh, I'm going to get a text from a little birdie in a minute. Yeah. Uh, well, you'll come to you. But uh, in addition to those yep. those cut trees, we've got the live trees, which include deodar cedar and uh, uh, some junipers and Arizona cypress. Uh, the uh, Oh, uh, the, what's the, what's the uh, the pine from Syria? Aleppo, Aleppo yeah. pine, yeah. Japanese uh, black pine, Italian stone pine. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of selection. My column next uh, Saturday will be on uh, living Christmas trees, but there, it's a it's a it's a pretty good way to get a dual use out of a tree. Use it for your tree to be decorated during this uh, Chris, Christmas and holiday time, and then. Uh, put it uh, in your landscape at, at some point, uh, a place where you need it. And Milburgers has the well-adapted varieties, the varieties yeah. you count on to live. No, it's really important. I mean, and yeah, you don't want you don't want to use the acid lovers or you know Virginia pine or or, uh, or you don't want to use uh, yeah, Af- Af- Afghan pine, yeah, Afghan, or, yeah. which. Uh, Grows pretty well for a short time until yeah. the fungus gets it. Ten years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they max out at ten years, and then, man, you, then you got a big tree to remove. I remember I, when I got here, uh, <clears throat> Afghan pine. We were really oh, promoting yeah. them, and they were just wonderful. Oh. <laughs> and man, it was you know. But for Christmas trees, and I mean, they were the Christmas tree producers in yeah. there were using. And, and in our landscapes, yeah, ornamental and. Then, uh, I came across that article the other day too, while we were promoting Afghan pine. Six or seven years later, yeah, <laughs> nothing left of them. Uh, but we figured uh, that uh, Afghanistan and that area has the same hot summers and uh, alkaline soils that we have here in Texas. But what we have that they don't have are insects and diseases that uh, they don't have in Afghanistan. Well, and it's just a great example of uh, what the, you know, you and I don't always uh, 
uh, agree wholeheartedly with native plant yeah. folks, but that, that, that is one of the, the best arguments for using native plants is that they've, uh, they've uh, they evolved stood, here. Yeah, they stood the test of time. That's right, and they, they have put up with the diseases and the insects that we have, and so they're always a good selection. Noble. That's yeah, the one. That's no, noble one, firs, yeah. Nordman firs, Frasers. Hey, uh, David is on the line. Speaking of crepe myrtles, he's got, a, I think, a crepe myrtle question at 210-308-8867. Hey there. Oh, a wax myrtle question. Hi there, David. Welcome to uh-huh. Burgers Gardening, South Texas. Hi. How do you do? Good. How do you do? Um, great. Yeah, I live out here in the, the Bergheim area, and my plans call for some uh, wax myrtles to kind of screen the neighbors. And but what I've been reading is wax myrtles are more for Houston area. So I'm wondering about that choice. Say again now. You're you're going to use them for a screen and right. I, uh, but I, yeah. what I read so, online is that wax myrtles are for the Houston area. Maybe more water and more acidic soil. Well, I haven't had great what luck you, with uh, the wax myrtles are on a lot of. Uh, a, a recommended plant list, but I, in my own landscape, I didn't have great luck with them. Yeah, they, they do have a little tr- trouble with our uh, uh, pattern of uh, drought and uh, and heat and uh, even our soil. So uh, that, that that's that's probably it's probably worthy to. to, to to have a question about no has it has the has he already bought them or planted them or whatever no, no he's uh, no i'm measuring that. for where to put them and and that's where i'm what i'm wondering it does call for some evergreen sumac also and possum hall holly to uh you know make a screen of a of a, a multi multiple types of plants well, those, not just a those, single row. those two will certainly do well, prosper. Well, a possum or holly is going to lose its leaves in the in the winter. It still have berries, right. but uh, you know, regular hollies uh, don't it, lose their leaves. Is it a is it a screen for what for uh, breaking the view or for wildlife habitat? Yeah, or? Uh, uh, right. So from my backyard, where I'm not looking directly into the neighbor's backyard. We're a little far apart, but still, you can see them. Uh huh. Are the neighbors so, ugly? No. <laughs> no, just some. <laughs> and they got a swimming so pool. It doesn't have to be a solid. <laughs> yeah, it's not to be a solid screen, just to break it up a little bit. I'd stick with the hollies. Hollies. Uh, let's see. The the regular holly, like the Yopon or Burford. Do you got deer out there? Oh, definitely. <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs> then uh, they won't eat Yopon, right? They, well, not in my neighborhood. They have it. Okay. <laughs> you know, another one they pass up that I that I find makes a really great uh, screen and uh, wildlife uh, planting and a uh, Mexican plum. It's not very large, uh, an attractive tree. Um, but that that's another one that fits in to one of those wildlife screens. Let's see what else. Viburnum. Okay. It calls for a, a weasatch also. Yeah, well, yeah. Weasatch and uh, Mexican plum are, are quite often growing together. 
I, I, I smile about that because I'm constantly trying to uh, get, turn my uh, Mexican plums loose from the, the Wiesatch seedlings <laughs> coming up all over. Yeah, Wiesatch are, as a specimen plant, they're quite attractive, but they are. They grow fast. They've got thorns, and they uh, right. reseed a lot. Yeah. So you got so you got to think about that, but uh, Jerry's right. You got two or three good uh, uh, hollies that that would fit. And let's see what other things. But uh, yeah, the Mexican plum. Yeah, and the evergreen sumac also. Yeah, like that, that 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 that's kind of a cool one. Yeah, that that's uh, that doesn't grow extremely tall. Yeah, pretty big. Uh, I've got one that's about. No. Are that, ten are, feet or twelve? Are they feet. available? Are they lo, uh, lo, lo, evergreen sumac? Um, we we used to have trouble propagating those things, but I may uh, maybe the nurseries, uh, the wholesale nurseries, I are producing them now. I don't know, but I see every once in a while we used the native plants say uh, yeah, used to yeah. have them, but they they they're. Uh, growing in the in the uh, uh, woods behind my house, and uh, and I don't know how they're, they, they're good. Yeah, I don't know how they got in my front <laughs> border either, but they're there, and they're really right now. You can really yeah see them, and the deer won't eat them. Yeah, I don't think. And they are good wildlife plants. Any sumac, the deer I think won't eat. Yeah, yeah, you uh, can try the. Yeah, there's. I, I think you. I think you hit it on the nose that the, that that may not be the best choice for our area of wax myrtles. Okay. Yeah, I saw the evergreen sumacs were planted by the uh, that garden area that's by Bernie, that um, Perf Ranch Garden. They had them there against the road. It was pretty nice. Uh huh. Sounds good. All right, you take care. Oh. Sounds like a real interesting. Uh, keep us informed on that. That screen, because that sounds cool. Okay. All right, we're going to take, take a break while we do. Give us a call, 210 Sure, you saw Trace coming, and then I you're going to take it's, a break. Yeah. Every time Trace walks up, it's like, ah. But, <laughs> but i got to give him plenty of time to talk. we got to learn about what's happening here at the nursery. So we'll do that after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Yep. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What's our theme today? Uh, I think autumn and... Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, kind of, because it's very autumny out there. That yeah, was, it is beautiful today. That was Harvest Moon. So, ah. Thanksgiving, Harvest, you know, what? Oh, hers with the pink and the red? Yeah. That's a good combination, too. We're yeah, talking about the cyclamen. I was downtown yesterday, and I said that uh, I didn't see the white and the red that they normally had. They had the mixed colors for the city. Uh, And she's got, that's a good combination. She's got the pink cyclamen with the red cyclamen in her basket, and they go together pretty well. Yeah. And which one is fragrant, Trace? Oh, the white. So that wouldn't, yeah. She wouldn't have noticed that fragrance like Calvin. 
Uh, oh, no, you, anyway, I don't, I don't <laughs> want to bring it up. <laughs> I don't think any of y'all are here early enough to actually smell it, because it's uh, early morning. Okay. What time? What time do we have to get here to? Uh, <laughs> before we open. Oh. Hey, speaking of hours, uh, you know, Thanksgiving is coming up this week. What are Millburgers' Thanksgiving hours? Uh, zero. Okay. Well, no, no, I didn't mean that. But <laughs> as, so on Wednesday, will the nursery be open it's for no- its full time? Normal full day. day yeah. Okay, normal day. And then Friday, it's open again? Normal day. Okay. Just making sure. But, uh, but if you show up on Thursday, we would. We won't be here. You, yes, you'll be, be no, And there'll be no food either. Yeah. No food. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. Might be some police here, though. Oh, okay. That's, never mind. Bad joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, just just, just asking. So, well, are going to be open on Thanksgiving? No. No. No, okay. No. Good. What are they, haven't you been listening? Uh, <laughs> trying to. You, you know, these old people. Yes, yeah. yeah. Our silver-haired... Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know you refer... From now on, you refer to Kevin and our... Silver doctors. Silver angels. Silver angels. Well, that's because <laughs> the angel tree. The okay. angels for right. seniors on the tree are called silver angels. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, Trace, what's going on? Let's get you focused on... Well, as Thanksgiving's right around the corner, and if you've got those uh, those beds and those pots that, that need to be spruced up, mm-hmm. we've got the color to do it with. I had a young, oh, man, yeah. young man in earlier, and that's that was his goal, uh, is to make it more presentable yeah, that's for a- his Thanksgiving company. And it took me about 30 minutes to get that out of him. Uh, but uh, once we did, we found, uh, we found a solution. Boy, the cyclemen have been responding and the primal are responding to this weather. No, yeah. It's Today is a, a good day for flag. Yeah. Highs, highs in the 70s. Uh, they can even take a little sun when it's this Oh, cold. yeah. And, uh, of course, the pansies are pretty, are all, every color you can think of. Uh, we, Jerry and I were talking about those clear face. Yeah, yeah faceless. Pansies, yeah. Those are becoming more popular. Yeah, I've always done the face varieties, but uh, but clear is becoming uh, yeah. more more used. Yeah, they're, they're beautiful. That and that yellow, I, I've used that. I used that uh, with my mother up in Tennessee, in her beds, and uh, that it helps up well. It's it's a strong, strong bloomer all through the winter, even in Tennessee. I was uh, there was a gardener here was picking out some dianthus and she said she was choosing dianthus because it la- lasted longer oh yeah and uh, so that yeah that's one of the things the other thing is dianthus is a good uh, butterfly plant for the winter too so mm-hmm. they, they'll uh, seek that out we know that guy I think he's bringing you the recipe oh <laughs> yeah, Billy's coming up and visiting. I bet he didn't check the uh, check the other recipe. He's just bringing. You can check it yourself. Billy's bringing you the recipe. Okay. Oh, he is. He did. Yeah. Don't be telling Billy what he didn't do. He did do what you asked him to do. Thank you, Billy. Apparently, um, uh, I, I was thinking it was for squirrel or something. So I'm no, no, no. He, pecan. He had a huge okay, discussion there. on pecan. So, we, so, so, well, Jerry's occupied thinking about. It. Thank you, Billy. Thanks, that was, Billy. That was nice of you. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, let's see. What what else is? Uh, oh, you know, one of my favorite plants just for the last few hours is an anthurium anthuriums yes. anthuriums oh i can't get enough of them you want to talk a little bit about them you have some it pretty a, ones it's a beautiful house plant <clears throat> yes. and uh, 
They come up with a bloom. It almost looks kind of like a cobra head. Yeah, like a that's a good way to describe it. Uh, but they come in different colors. And I think we've got some beautiful red ones. It would be a great uh, de- table decoration for Thanksgiving that would actually make sense for Christmas, too. Yeah, because the coloring yeah. with the reds and the greens and the stuff. Yeah. So what... Uh, Charles is shaking his head back. Where do, you, uh, where do you plant these guys? Does, I mean, are uh, they in pots. At a, uh, by a window or in... A bright, brightly lit area to get them to rebloom. But while they're in bloom, you can have them wherever you want. Uh, medium to highlight plant, pretty easy to grow. Have we got any orchids in there? That we are do. Oh, yeah. We've got some beautiful orchids came in on, uh, what did yeah. they say, Wednesday. That's a nice gift. Yeah. Some gosh. really odd colors. Oh, really? Yeah, we need to start hitting a little of the gift-giving stuff. So it's gift ideas for Millburger. So maybe tomorrow or okay. something when we have some more time, we can All do right, that. We can do that. But uh, there's lots of ideas here, including just a gift card, uh, which is the simplest one, just getting a gift card for Millburgers, and they'll... They'll even mail it for you still? Yeah. Yeah. Can. So you can just have it mailed in a decorative envelope. Just call and make your arrangements. Well, and some people, uh, their immediate reaction is, well, that's the easy way out. But, no. you know, it's one of the best because they, the recipient, especially if you pick, if the, this is a gardener that's got all kinds of ideas and enjoys picking, going through plants and picking the, uh, the best for their landscape, and that's what they can do with the gift certificate. Sure, and a lot of times, you know, especially this time of year, we're not fully stocked. Yeah. And if there's something that they really want to plant, it may not be available till March or April. And uh, why not get them a gift card where they can pick it out when they want it? Yeah, and then they can spend all that time enjoying the nursery, looking and yeah. picking and choosing. I think that's just almost a... Is it, well, it's not. It's it's part of the whole fun process. Is is not only planting, not only enjoying the uh, tree or plant in your your yard or garden, but also kind of choosing it. You know, and coming well, to the nursery and picking out something. You can include that as part of the planning process. Yeah, that's true too. You've got it. You've got this uh, uh, gift certificate there, so that when when you do decide exactly what you want, you can get it. You don't have to compromise on that. Um, let's see. What else, Trace? Uh, let's see. You excited about the 7th and the 8th? Oh, those are beautiful days. Yes, they are. They're going to be beautiful, and they're going to be a whole lot of fun here at Millburgers. We're going to have uh, all kinds of festive things happening that day. Uh, the train will get out back out yeah. that weekend. And Roger just goes from yelling zombies to elves. Yes. Yes. Um, let's see. We're going to have... Uh, Chili on Sunday. Yeah. You have to pull that up. There's so many different yeah, things. Yeah, there, there's so. Uh, Roasted corn, I'm pretty sure. There's two different. Uh, We've got carolers on one day. Carolers are on Saturday. So the Saturday is the traditional Christmas with the carolers and. Uh, let me let me find the event. Oh, here it is. Oh, I'm, I'm looking right at it. Oh, there we go. There's our cheat sheet. Uh, but yeah, so we got the. Uh, that's so small. How can I read that? <laughs> All right. So tr- yeah, traditional, the train again will be out. Woo-hoo. The Sweet Adelines will be here. Yeah. Face painting. Uh-huh. Uh, what does that say? Popcorn. Uh, roasted corn. Hot chocolate, wassail, uh, and popcorn. Right. Then we've got roasted Santa's corn. We've got be here. Oh, yes. That's it. And funnel cakes. Yeah. that's Now, the so funnel was, cakes are both days or no? Um, I'm only seeing it on... Yep, that's on both days. Oh, good. Okay. Ooh. It's not part of your wish, diet, though, anyway. I know. I wish I could have funnel cakes. Hey, now. I just saw... I won't tell anybody. Trace, did no, I just see no. onions? You did. Yeah, that's another thing. Where so, are they? The Christmas onions. So that was the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was the... Uh, plant of the weekend but oh no okay. oh are they i mean where, where are they hidden in they the are behind the cyclamen 
So it's no, kind of okay. hard to see okay. them. Okay, yeah, right off. And they're fragrant, right too. They are fragrant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Saturday, that's Saturday. Then the 8th is the uh, the Cowboy Christmas with the Little Red Choo Choo Santa. Cowboy Santa. No, I think it's just Santa. Just Santa. The balloon artist will be there uh, accepting uh, for donations to the Salvation Army. The Texas Weather Band, Hot Chili from Nature's Creation. And this is always a good one. Uh, from 11 a.m. till the pot runs dry, hot chocolate, wassail, popcorn, funnel cakes, roasted corn, little red choo-choos, and more on Sunday, too. So Millburger Nursery is the place to go to find out. So You want to help us answer a question? So what's sure. Roger going to be yelling this time? Just He just yells. He just yells. Uh, he just yells. Look at the elves. Oh, elves. Elves ahead. Going through the forest. Yeah. He likes to go through the forest. Nordman furs ahead. Uh, James is on hold at 210-308-8867. Got a tree planting question. Hey there, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. What's going on today? Hey, listen. Uh, there was a lady at the plant show in Floresville last year. was kind enough uh, at the plant exchange to give me a golden rain tree because they're Hard to find, and my wife wants one. Uh, it was in a one gallon, and I've stepped it up twice. It's in a five gallon, and I think today it's going to go in the ground. I've figured out where I want to put it. How far, how big does it get? Number one. Number two, uh, I want to plant it in the vicinity of my septic with my laterals, but how far with my laterals on this? <coughs> get, uh, let's see, in my neighborhood, they get. They get forty big. foot tall. I've seen them forty. Yeah. yeah, forty foot. They're kind of. It's funny you don't even notice them until they're blooming, and then they're spectacular. What was the other question about the septic tank? Yeah, yeah the uh, last, the last, I mean, uh, how far how far away do I need to keep it so it doesn't uh, disturb my my drain field on my septic tank? So I don't have any issues with roots and whatnot. I don't. I don't know that it has any special. Uh, it's a, not a special problem with septic. I don't, I don't know what the rules are concerning. Uh, I, I think they always try to keep those uh, those areas clear, don't they? I, I, I would keep it as far away as you could. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's not, the tree's not going to intentionally go break something, but when there's right. moisture around, if, if it's, especially if it's dry out, uh, they will they will go to where the water is. Yeah. So okay. I wonder what happened to all of them. Forty years ago, when I when I first came, uh, they were that was a pretty common tree around. Oh, we sold tons Wolfs, of them. Wolfs were so selling them. Well, there wasn't eighty three and eighty nine. They kind of took it on the chin. Must have, must have, they must have frozen. Yeah, because they the were Deodora cedar and yeah. You know, I drove through Cotid about two weeks ago in some of the older neighborhoods. I noticed some really large golden rain trees. Oh, uh, yeah. Long, yeah, how long will this tree live, roughly? Cool. Is it short-lived, long-lived, or? I guess if they don't freeze, well, we, they'll be. I think we call we generally think of them as relatively short-lived, but, yeah. but I mean, some of them in my neighborhood are 50 years at least. Uh, one okay. in my neighborhood was, was about 50 when it, I guess it gave up and mm. fell, it fell uh-huh. down. Oh, dear. Okay. And one, one more, you. is it deciduous, correct? Because the one in the pot here, the leaves are starting to lower on the on the bottom end of the canopy. Yeah. I yeah. It's going to drop the leaves. Okay. This. All right. So that's normal. Thank you. Okay. Thank so, you, James. Uh, I, guess, so, uh, I, guess, I guess if I plant it about 20 feet from my lateral, I, I should be okay, you, right? 
Well, probably 38. You got 30 feet? Well, th- yeah, 30 feet. Uh, yeah, maybe 25, 30 between the ladder on the fence line. I probably could make that work. Yeah. Well, the the good news is you can, uh, if you, if it's an issue, you you'll uh, you can t- take it down. I guess. There you <laughs> go. I mean, uh, twenty feet that that probably will work. Yeah. Uh, okay. Thank you, James. Okay. You, All right. You take care. Mm-hmm. Have a great Thanksgiving. All right. We're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on the answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. If you haven't marked your calendar yet, mark it. December 7th, December 8th is Millburgers' annual open house weekend for Christmas, and it contains two great days of two different activities that are both a lot of fun. Saturday, December 7th, is Millburgers' traditional open house with all kinds of fun. First off, Santa's going to be there from 11 to 3, so it's a great opportunity for you to take family fun photos. There's free hot chocolate, wassail, popcorn, roast to corn for just a donation to the Salvation Army and for a donation to the Salvation Army face painting from 11 to 3. Enjoy the sweet Adelines as they carol throughout the nursery and ride the little red choo-choo from 11 to 3. Then on Sunday it's the cowboy tradition with the little red choo-choo, roasted corn, funnel cakes, hot chocolate wassail, hot chili from nature's creation from 11 till the pot runs dry, the Texas weather band, a balloon artist, and come by and see Santa again from 11 to three at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Hi, this is Barry Hagendorf with Deck and Patio Care at 8229147. For 23 years, I specialize in sealing all types of weathered decks and patios, also creating the outside room, a combination of custom-built wooden decks and arbors, flagstone patios, outside kitchens, outside fireplaces, and water features, hence the outside room. Look out your window. Do you see a prematurely weathered gray deck? I'll clean and seal it with the best wood preservatives to a natural cedar tone. It really can look new again. Do you have a pebblestone patio driveway or pool deck? I have a process that seals and polishes the rock to a golden wet look. Or maybe you have a flagstone pool deck or patio. I clean to the natural color and seal out water, stopping chipping and flaking. Call 822-9147. I'd like to personally create your outside room or show you how to make your deck, fence, flagstone, or pebblestone look better than new. Call Barry Hagendorf, Deck and Patio Care. I'm in the yellow pages, 822-9147. Digital marketing is a big part of just about every business. It's everywhere. Is your business using it to your advantage? Are you receiving your share of the leads? If you're not a effectively using digital media, you could be losing sales by the second. Even worse, your customers can be grabbed up one by one, never to return. Not sure if you're losing out to the competition? Salem Surround can help you. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into leads. Salem Surround is a full-service digital agency providing you with all your marketing under one roof. Total market penetration for increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn more how we can help you place your advertising message in front of today's digital consumers. Salem Surround helps deliver customers by putting your business message in front of the right person at the right time. Learn more at SurroundSanAntonio.com. SurroundSanAntonio.com. Connecting you with new customers. Let the years come and go. I'll still feel the glow. That sign cannot fade when I hear that lovely autumn serenade. 
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer. While Trace and uh, Jerry answer a question off the air, I'm going to talk to you about a great opportunity for your free HDTVTexas.com. Free HDTV Texas has a business right here in San Antonio uh, that helps people to get channels you're entitled to get, uh, but it's awful, off, oftentimes very difficult. There are about 50 channels that you can get, ranging from a wide variety of entertainment, absolutely free. And what Steve has done, uh, Steve Samaniego has done, is created kind of his, his background is kind of uh, engineering and thinking about all this stuff, and he's uh, found the right equipment. Uh, especially uh, one of the things, if you read the testimonials, is uh, people who tried it on their own and did not have success and were disappointed. But he's found the right equipment, where to place it in the home, even for challenging people that might be outside of San Antonio. Uh, and uh, go to the website, freehdtvtexas.com, and you'll learn all about it. Uh, and you'll learn uh, how you can have uh, great television, lots of channels, wide variety, uh, for just one monthly free that's his slogan, one monthly free. Uh, so lots of folks are cutting the cord. If you're interested uh, in learning how you can do it or how you can uh, uh, go from uh, paying uh, high cable bills for your television to uh, getting those the same channels for a lower cost, uh, ask him to come and give you an evaluation on some of the other channels out there. Plus, he's got some uh, some very cool security features. Really, it's worth it, worth it, your time to, to visit with him and look, go to the website and learn all the stuff he does. FreeHDTVTexas.com. Or you can call him right now. And uh, the number is easy to remember, 210-660-HDTV. So 210-660-HDTV. Give them a call. Tell them hi from everybody here at the nursery. And just uh, everybody on the porch say, or if you just want to, Milton says, hey. And uh, you can uh, find out about it. But it is kind of exciting when you think about how much money you can save uh, and uh, the testimonials. Uh, 210-308-8867. Still got Trace up on the porch with us. What's going on, man? Well, we were going to do the... Uh Thing. Is it? Is, should we wait till tomorrow, or you want to? No, we'll, we'll give it. We'll give it a go. Okay, so it's time for the Plant plans of the weekend. All right. So the onions have come in. All right. And so the, onions. These are all the varieties that should be planted uh, at this time. And uh, there's a bun- they're in a bundle, and I believe there's like eight, approximately 80 in a bundle. Uh, $2.99, great price. And we've got three different yellows. So we've got Grand X, we've got the 1015Y, which is the most popular. Yeah. And then we've got the Texas Legend, which probably should Ooh. be the most popular. Yeah. Uh, so lots of people are converting over to that one. We've got uh, Red Creole, All right. if you want a, a, a spicy onion. And, you mean uh, an onion that tastes like an onion. Yes. Yeah. Uh, then we've got the uh, Southern Bell, I believe, was the other red one. Yeah, that's the red one. Then we've got Texas Early White and another white one, which I can't remember. I had it when I came over here. I but. think Early White's a Granex. Okay. And then uh, and then uh, maybe a Bermuda. I can't, anyway, there's yeah. two there's two whites. Okay. So right. uh, that's a good assortment. Uh, all, all the varieties that, that work this time of year. And uh, so they're fresh. They came in beautiful. Uh, Two ninety nine, and uh, it's time to start planting them. They probably, you say they're fresh. I imagine they came they planted in planted a seed in October. Probably, pro- probably, yeah, that would be the most likely scenario. So, uh, and they and they look good. 
Oh, yeah. They do a good job. You get them from Dixondale? Yes, sir. Okay. That's so good. that is the plant of the weekend. And you can call and reserve or, oh, or come idea. by. And we're pretty well stocked right now, uh, We and we will keep bringing them in. But it's always a, an, an anticipation of when we're going to get the first one in. So uh, they are here. Yeah. All right. And um, that's a good idea, though, that you can call the nursery, 210-497-3760, 210-497-3760, and just say, hey, put aside this many for me, and they'll, they'll go ahead and do it. And yep. Just pick them up when you get here. Uh, do onions make a nice stocking stuffer? Uh, <laughs> for a certain that, kind of for, gardener, maybe. Yeah, sto- uh, stockings. Uh, Stinkier, stinky. a stinky stuffer. Yeah, a stocking stinker. Well, the neat thing about neat thing about onions is uh, uh, you're you're removing the. You can interplant them with spinach if you're planting spinach at this time. Companion of the year. planting. Companion planting. There oh, okay. there, there's some articles that somebody wrote about that, <laughs> uh, and, and, and that one works pretty well. Cause, yeah. Well, and onions work for uh, if you've got a part of your garden that has nematodes too. They're that's true. They oh. work. They work. Nematodes won't bother. Aren't what yeah. is the purpose of the companion planting as it relates to the spinach and the well, onions? You can get you can get uh, more crop done in the same amount of space. Oh, okay, okay. Huh. Hey, so um, what are some other square bulbs? foot gardening? Huh? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. What are other bulbs that you uh, that you've got here that? Um, that, uh, oh, I've had some inquiries about daffodils. Oh, I was there's wondering still, about daffodils. That's daffodils. what I was thinking. There's okay. A, uh, still a few tulips, a few hyacinths, uh, plenty of paper whites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, All the paper whites are pro- well, they're probably a good good chance that they'll naturalize. And what do you got for the daffodils? Uh, I want to say quail ice, or ice follies. Oh, yeah, that's fortune. a good one. Fortune, I believe, are the yeah. two. Yeah, those two have um, potential. Got Lots of uh, flags, so good. It's a, the German iris, and for the, the for those iris. of you that aren't old people, <laughs> that's iris. Yeah, um, if, you, if you're not so, and the deer won't eat them. In uh, most neighborhoods, yeah, under most conditions, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, we did get a good selection of Christmas cactus in. I don't know if we yeah, talked about that. That's but, right uh, by the and the anthurium. Uh, anthurium. Okay, yeah. They, no, he, um, we did a little bit. In fact, someone came by, uh, I think they had heard us talk about them, and they wanted to know where they were. They're in the greenhouse, all different sizes, all different colors, yep. very, very pretty. My wife even sent me a text uh, the day before, can uh, you bring me home a Christmas cactus? So I had to take pictures and tell her, ask which color. Well, yeah, there's a lot of so choice. like three, four colors. There's a nice little burnt orange one in there. I didn't see that. Uh-oh. I thought there was an orange one. Oh, no, that, that was the one that was wilting and dying. Uh, <laughs> so she asked for the pink one, even though it was really purple. Yeah, I thought I saw orange. I'll check again. Uh, but there there were, and they they, they range from... Four-inch uh, pots on you, up to small hanging baskets. Yeah, and the hanging baskets, were, I remember from last year, too. I didn't see them when Charles brought me into the greenhouse, but I remember the hanging baskets were really particularly pretty. And we should be getting in poinsettias this week. Oh, good. And then we've, of course, got Christmas trees. The fresh-cut trees are here. They, they are. We've got the Fraser firs now. On Monday, we'll get the Nordmans and Nobles. Okay. We've already gotten the wreaths and garland, some of them. Oh, yeah, I saw so them. So if you wanted a decoration for Thanksgiving, oh, uh, yeah. that's, uh, that's here. So come pick one up during the week. Yeah, so um, have you got that? Uh, I saw they were, you've sold 
At least, uh, well, we were here. There's been at least two that have moved out. Christmas. Oh, the Christmas seen, trees, I, yeah. Three, and then we actually started with about five of them already pre-sold ah. to, oh. to different people mm-hmm. uh, right off the right off the truck. We got here, and we kind of noticed something's different. You know, <laughs> you know, it took me a little while for the fragrance from the evergreens to settle in. Are y'all able to do that, or would people want you to do that? I think people enjoy picking their own tree, but if they said, okay, we got one last year. It was a Nordman. We want one about six foot. Pick one out. We'll, we'll well, come pick it up. So, sure, we could do that, but my, our taste and their taste might yeah, be Yeah, I know. I think people well, would do that themselves. The ones that pre-sell like that are generally the really big ones, and they yeah. just oh. ask for the nicest big one. And they're normally for, like, commercial buildings. That makes sense. Yeah, but this isn't, this isn't like the old days when the trees, there was such a variance in the trees. These Almost every tree here at Millburgers will... Pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong by uh, picking one. And, and you can tell that just the, the crowds are different. You know, the, it doesn't take a family two hours to pick a tree. They just Well, even if it does, it's generally the, back to the very first one they looked at. Yeah, yeah that's what you said last year. Yeah. That's great. So the very first one they were drawn to sounds like something you do with dogs. And, and the dog that picked you. There you go. The, yeah. One of the real advantages is the, uh, the uh, stand situation. Yeah. Here. yeah. Tell us real quick, can you, about the... Well, every tree we sell has already gotten a fresh cut, and it's been in water uh, from from the time we, we got it stood. So we, we constantly are going through and filling them up, and uh, we want the trees to be as fresh as possible. And you don't get that in pretty much anywhere else. No. Uh, most of the time you see your trees are thrown on racks uh, or suspended and not in water, and uh, this is a much better way to buy one. Plus you get... That that special stand. Well, they can they can purchase that stand, or if they they can recycle that stand as well. So if they bring a, a stand that's similar, so even if they didn't buy it from us, if it's a rebar stand and they bring that in and it's similar enough to use, we will uh, we will call that an exchange. Yeah, and, and I get and they I can guess, take a tree already stood. I guess if they enjoy the trees falling over and the dogs running and everything that they don't have to get one of those neat stands. It's avoiding a lot of frustration. Oh, gosh. It makes it so much easier. Cool. All right, Trace. Well, thank you, man. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You'll come visit with us and we'll find out what's coming up at the nursery again tomorrow. All right, listen, we're going to say goodbye. Hey, all the information about the events that are coming up, what kind of trees they have, all that stuff is at MillburgerNursery.com. MillburgerNursery.com. Yes, and sir. thank Billy for stopping by. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell him, Billy, he didn't do something. He showed you. <laughs> Way to go, Billy. We'll say goodbye for today. On behalf of the docs, thanks to Al for doing a great job. Thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. See you tomorrow on 930 a.m. The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.